It's Tuesday, March 21st, 2017. We're on chapter 33 of the Tao Te Ching. And, hey, it's been a while since since I rapped at you. A lot of things happening here in my world, so I apologize for the unplanned absence. Um, uh, I got married, so that was pretty exciting for me. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Second time for me. And it feels very special. We're going to go back to the Dwight Goddard translation. He's, uh, he's pretty reliable. So here is his version of chapter 33, which he titles The Virtue or Day of Discrimination. He who knows others is intelligent. He who understands himself is enlightened. He who is able to conquer others has force, but he who is able to control himself is mighty. He who appreciates contentment is wealthy. He who dares to act has nerve. If he can maintain his position, he will endure but he who dying does not perish is immortal. Okay, today I'm gonna invite you to sit and breathe however you damn well please, but to do so in a way that you feel helps your concentration, helps your focus, and gives you greater insight into your own experience. How about that? We'll sit for 10 minutes. As you settle in, allow your awareness to settle inside of you. Not to the exclusion of what's outside of you. Not to omit that which is around you, but to recognize that which is around you is also taking place inside of you. It's all within. It's all part of your experience, isn't it?
as you bring your focus to what's inside of you, to that place where you might not normally, might not normally be as aware during your daily routine of what's going on. See if you can understand your own, your own emotional state and see if you can do that without having to judge it. So what are you feeling? And whatever you're feeling, can you accept it for what it is right now? And if you're experiencing pain right now, it could be pain in the form of anger or shame. Or sadness or fear. Or some sort of pain that you can't really identify. Maybe it's just physical pain. If there's pain there at all, can you locate it? Identify where it is. Just give yourself that chance. Now that you know where it is, can you ask yourself the question, why? Why is it there? For just a few moments now. So if you have that pain, someplace in you, what does it need? And if it's just your attention, well, now's the opportunity to give it that attention. 
If it's more than that, what? Now, if you're, if you're wandering in your mind, I invite you to just come back to this moment, to your breath, if you like. This moment right now. that persists as you and I travel through time. The act of looking within is, uh, it's about the best that we can do to understand ourselves. You know, I think most people 
Most people, when they say that they know themselves, they're talking about some sort of egoic identity. So it's easy for us when we read chapter 33 here to mistake that for somebody's claims about knowing themselves that relate to that egoic identity. Let's reread it, shall we? And again, Goddard calls it the virtue of discrimination, the day of discrimination. But to me, this is, uh, this is kind of merging Tao and day. So anyway, here it is. He who knows others is intelligent. He who understands himself is enlightened. He who is able to conquer others has force, but he who is able to control himself is mighty. He who appreciates contentment is wealthy. So intelligence is the ability to look outside ourselves and make assessments. What is he like? What is she like? What are people like? How are they likely to behave if, for instance, I do something? If I'm a leader and I take a particular action, if I lie, if I tell the truth, how are the people going to behave? How are my subjects going to behave if I'm a prince in the sense of the Tao Te Ching? That's intelligence. In fact, in modern times, we would call that wisdom. Because what we call intelligence is more about scientific knowledge or analyzing systems. Logic. Extremely important. I'm a firm believer in it. But the real wisdom here that the Tao Te Ching is describing is the wisdom to be able to look within and understand that which is within. There's a single overriding message of virtue or guidance that comes from the Tao Te Ching, which is, for lack of a better description of it, follow your heart. Abide by your true nature. And what does that really mean? Well, it means being able to look within and know what the signs and signals that are coming from inside of you are about. Knowing how to take guidance from that. Not labeling yourself in order to define yourself in order to prop up your ego. Because that's a sort of blindness. A failure to see why you're doing something. I don't like the word control. Goddard says, he who is able to conquer others has force, but he who is able to control himself is mighty. But I, you know, I don't really like the idea of conquering others either, although the point is that if you do that, you have force, which is true. But I think often this idea that we have about uh, controlling ourselves seems to be one of tamping down our emotions, bottling things up, denying that we have emotions. And it's epitomized by that image of the ghost in the machine or the little man at the levers behind your eyes who's controlling things. And that can also put us in a weird state. To identify with that and start thinking that way, because it's pretty firmly about thinking. And I might suggest it's also pretty firmly about a lack of awareness of what's going on in the rest of us, other than 
what the little man with the levers is doing behind our eyes. So control, I think, as a word misleads, maybe better to use the term self-mastery as opposed to self-control, mastering oneself. Because then it seems more like a discipline that requires practice and study, recognition and awareness. To be aware of ourselves, to be aware, to be aware of our entire selves, not to be putting on an act, but to be conscious of our holistic being, spiritual creatures that we are, and act from that. The spiritual creature that you are right now in this moment and that I am, and act from that. No degree is necessary, no title. We don't have to consult an expert. You don't have to pay any attention to me, and I don't have to pay attention to anyone else. The Tao Te Ching, the Gospel of Thomas, Buddhist writings, the Bhagavad Gita, the Bible, whatever it is that you want to read, look at, can all just be seen as guideposts. They themselves are the finger pointing at the moon. Fingers pointing at the moon. And while they can help each of us on our path, and perhaps I can help you on your path and you can help other people, it's not the moon. It's not your own direct experience. It's not your felt experience. He who appreciates contentment is wealthy. Yeah. To be satisfied with what you have. Huh? To recognize when you have enough. It's pretty incredible when that happens. And for many of us, that contentment requires discipline. It requires a gratitude practice. Because when we look around ourselves, outside of ourselves, culturally, we're constantly being taught that we're not enough. And that around every corner, there's something to fear. That we must protect ourselves against, and defend ourselves against. And interestingly, it seems that we're taught the best defense is to acquire things, at least in the United States. How strange that that's what a capitalist system should teach. <laughs> yeah, get more stuff, that'll protect you. So that is what we do. We acquire. But that act of acquisition is not a path to contentment. Contentment is a path to contentment. And gratitude helps. So we know how to do that. Okay, finally, last verse here. He who dares to act has nerve. If he can maintain his position, he will endure. But he who dying does not perish is immortal. Hmm. I think if you take too cursory a read of this, it can sound as if the suggestion is to act boldly, go out into the world and make a lot happen, and you'll gain fame, and then you'll live forever because of your reputation or whatever your accomplishments are. But I'm going to invite you to read this as if, or hear this as if, there are two separate thoughts here being integrated one is to act courageously in the world, which I know, I know from myself is um, a very necessary reminder. It's so hard to act courageously. I find for myself, 
And if it's true for me, it's true for a lot of other people. I'm not unique. Um, to step into the world and face death with our courage. Face the death of our ego. The death of who we define ourselves to be. If I look at myself, you know, I've often resisted doing something simply because of the fear of putting myself out there in the world. It's scary. How many times have you done that? Turned away when you felt that fear? And if you can find the courage to keep facing those fears, keep moving toward them, embracing them, then there will come the day when you will even be able to embrace death. And when that day arrives, and hopefully before, you'll recognize your immortality. That's going to do it for me today. We may be a bit sporadic as people continue to work on my place and disrupt my studio, but thank you for your patience, <clears throat> for hanging in there with me. And thanks too for sitting with me. Have a great day. <laughs>